another Monday, another talk about that. I'm John. I'm Johnny. <laughs> Every feels, week, that's who we still are. Does it feel still <laughs> like we're, this is our voicemail, our outgoing voicemail message. And we're like a, it's like a buddy comedy. I'm, I'm the messy one, clearly. <laughs> Can these two college roommates keep from killing each other this fall on Fox? Jerry acting, huh? Yeah. Oh, uh, no, okay, that's, sorry. Keep dropping it. The so. pilot did not make it. You, you really abandoned me on that. You were like adding all this energy into it on that one flight and then you acted like that flight never happened it was like I don't it was like we had this moment and then later on you say don't acknowledge that we're even friends i don't even understand it I, i'm acknowledging right now that we're friends or i would not do this <laughs> you know can, can I, I just want to say something john have you noticed like first of all i'm doing a commercial uh, another commercial for this jeep dealership uh that are I you gonna ask me to do some audio again for this maybe uh no i just <laughs> I've been asked to do like, I don't know, I think it's going to be like a social distancing. You know how commercials are doing the social distancing? They look like a Zoom call, some of them kind right. of thing. And I think right. they're wanting me to talk about their online buying, how you can still buy a Jeep from your the comfort of your own. I don't know what's coming. But what I don't want it to be, I don't, I've not gotten the copy yet on what they want, want me to say. And I'll do it. I mean, obviously, I'm going to do it. I need Is the copy work. coming from the ad agency or from? Yeah, the, it's from the, the ad agency. agency. And then they okay. said, Johnny, feel free to punch this up. And so I haven't even looked at it yet. But what I hope it's not is the whole like, Drone footage, piano music, in this difficult time. You know, like yeah. if it does. And now, Johnny, if, if it's any of that here, so I've written here's, I've got a idea for what I want the commercials to sound like. In this unprecedented time, we just want you to know we're not in this together. <laughs> You're on your own, and frankly. We're hemorrhaging money over here, and <laughs> we could really use the business, so stop being selfish and buy some of our products. Thank you. Like That's, <laughs> that's beautiful. <laughs> that's basically what I hear when I see those, those pandering, because yeah. they all say the same like five buzzwords. You know? Right. <laughs> They're right. very, we're all in this together. Uh, yeah, you know, I really appreciated the honesty, Johnny. That was uh, we've got we've not got your back here yeah. at Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> we really don't know anything about you. You just we look really like don't. walking mouths to us. <laughs> <laughs> just please stick a chicken leg in that mouth and give and us give five dollars. Exactly. Yeah. I buy a lot more chicken than you, apparently. So yeah, you said five dollars. That's true. I, it's been a while since I bought fried chicken. That's. I'd have to. That's really an off the deep end meal when you go to a place and buy fried chicken in a bucket. I'm not gonna lie. I had some crinkle cut fries right before we came on, uh, which is way way. <laughs> Keto different for is me. over, and I'm still trying to go. Run Wasn't later. there? Didn't you say something about a Klondike bar and then veggie straws? Like you're chasing a Klondike <laughs> bar. You go. You know. You get that salty sweet, and I'm like, John, that's not salty sweet. That is a Klondike bar. Then you'd go like into Doritos. Not as an eating disorder. Veggies, that yeah, is. that's you've made yeah. up a whole sick, weird eating disorder. You're correct. Well, if it has salt on it, and it's crunchy. I mean, that's sort of the deal that you're going for. Listen, none of this was planned, and I'm not. I told you off the air, and you've now drugged me into it. I look, I, I have nothing. I, I'm not. I, I didn't no, even say. I'm not. I'm not blaming anybody. I have no comment for how that happened. I have no comment if anyone corroborated. It's just odd to me that you like, you know, when you have a Klondike bar, then some veggie straws, <laughs> then a little cocaine. Like that's not. <laughs> 
how normal people behave. <laughs> you know, a little hot sauce, a little wasp uh, venom, you know, a little. <laughs> As <yeah>. you do. <laughs> it's weird. By the way, you ever had wasp venom? It is I so, haven't. It sounds it is, so oh, exhilarating. exotic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I, don't I know. did. I had a Klondike bar. There's kind of a childhood thing for me. Um, I remember Here's the I thing about little. the Klondike bar. You got to eat them quick. They're falling apart. Yeah. There's an urgency to a Klondike bar. Well, well see, but that's the thing. For a guy like me, I already eat quick. So it yeah, but ice cream gives you an ice cream normal. headache if you go too quick. But it, it, it literally, it's melting all over the place. There's no, may, stick. May. There's no stick to hold it together. So you got to know where to hold it. And that's the part where you hold it starts melting more because your body heat. It's all, it, There's a system to it. All I hear right now is that you're an ice cream uh, lightweight. Like, you really don't know what you're doing. Well, no, I've maybe finished, you should I've step away. Not, I've never not finished a Klondike bar. I'll say that. <laughs> no, this is too. I'm going to have half this Klondike bar put the rest in the freezer. Like, nobody does that. <laughs> but chasing it with veggie straws like a maniac. Oh, man. I, again, I have no... I have no comment about how all this went down and what it was. And as far as everyone's concerned, yeah. I'm eating low carb right. and everything's fine. I am going to try to run later. Yeah. Are there foods that you can't run after eating? Like I, there, I have a few and you'll be surprised what they are. I don't really, I try to not run after I have eaten like recently, but yeah, I don't have reflux issues. Now, again, I'm in my mid forties. So I say that and I'm immediately like, don't say that because now you're going to, it's right. very odd. Like I don't eat, like I can eat late at night, yeah. Uh, okay, and then, go to, and then go to bed, and I don't. They happened to me great. like twi- like twice. It's happened to me where I have a little. Ugh, you get the little girl, and the, then you're like, "Hey, now. old man, suck back is what I call it. Old man, suck back. Yeah, yeah. you wake up and you're like, yeah. "Oh my gosh, what's happening?" And the acid yeah. or whatever. But I know people who like if they have something like I'll be the I've always been the bad influence. I'm the Chris Farley of people's group, you know. So mm-hmm. for my whole life, so if they go, Johnny's here, let's get twelve wings each, you know, and then <laughs> I'm their like, let's go off the wagon guy. Right. But then I have friends who are like, I've had this pizza and I'm going to regret this. I'm like, I can't even imagine ever regretting a piece of pizza. But <laughs> it's just like it's past 10 p.m. and they just know it's going to haunt their dreams or whatever. Now, something super spicy right before bed might get me every once in a while. But no, for the most part, I can eat whatever I want, lay right down immediately and go to sleep if I want to. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. But right, we're lucky. I, Very lucky. I'm going to run. We are, man. We're the lucky ones. You know? <laughs> Um, <laughs> also my cholesterol through the that's roof, right. but, uh, um, I asked in Wilson County. That's what Rick Roberts used to say. And I asked in Wilson <laughs> County, I get to go to regionals next week. <laughs> they have that at the Wilson County fair. That's right. I think they prayed them out there with all the animals. Anyway, uh, I can't eat. I can't run right after eating fish. And that's, isn't that odd? Like fish being so Do light. You burp, with certain, like the, you burp the fish oil. I don't know what it is like it, it's not necessarily that i get the reflux and all those things it's more just like a there's you start flipping and flopping around and breathing through gills and such <laughs> yes yeah, it's, it's just like that <laughs> <laughs> i start craving water running towards the water you know fish and then i can't eat after mexican food either uh, yeah or can't run after can't mexican run after food. mexican food. yeah that's uh, yeah. I can't eat either yeah uh, so, yeah no i'm i'm careful like i had uh I had barbecue today, but I knew we were going to do this taping and I would have time to kind of digest and then I'll go run after the show. So ideally it'll all be yeah, metabolized, but who knows? Yeah, no, it can. Again, I just learned to run through it a little bit if I have to, but uh, you did five miles this week. Good for you, John. I did do a five miles. Is that the longest run you've done in a while? You know, in the fall I had a nine mile run. Get out um, of here. 
Not uh, but again, yeah, that's the probably. I think I may have a six once this year, but yeah, five and six. That's just you know, our friend, great friend of the program and friend of ours, Mark Oglesby, tour manager yeah. for One Republic. Yeah. He runs all over the country, runs all over oh, the yeah. world. So he has it's runs like, he'll be like, I'm in Belfast. And you're like, this guy. Yeah. So he ran 45 miles a few days I ago. I couldn't believe it. He did a, he has a loop in his neighborhood that's like 4.18 or whatever. And he goes, I'm going to do an ultra marathon. I'm going to do 12 laps of this. I was like, are you kidding me? And I don't think he made it quite through 12 laps, but he did 45. He was going to try to do 50. I and mean, that's like a NASCAR run. race at this point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I can't, the, like the thing is, it's so mental at some point, but then it is physical. People go, it's, it's all in your head. But no, when your knees stop working, right. like I mean, he, he, he was sharing videos for like lap, you know, mile 24. He shared a video and he's like, he's breathing, not he's labored, but it's not like he can still talk. And he goes, yeah, my mile 24. We're doing good. He's with a buddy. We're doing good. Uh, my ankle's a little goofy. My knee's goofy. But you know, and I was like, you have, you have, you're not even half through. You're, you're, you're a little bit over half through, right? Maybe if you're going 45, yeah. I thought he was doing 50. But like, he was like, goofy. My ankle is goofy, which yeah. I would take to mean my ankle ain't working right no more. Right. But I'm going <laughs> to do another, right 20, I'm gonna do right another 20 miles on this yeah. bad ankle. And he did. <sighs> And I, I got nothing but respect for that. But I think that at that point, like he even says, like it's it, there's an addiction to it. Sure, you know, I guess it's it's the, you get the great vibes and the runners high or whatever. Maybe that's what's going on. But I don't, I don't think 45 miles is in the cards for me. I'm still over 200 pounds. I get it. I get the the good vibes from the experience of it. Like I mean, seriously, it's my thing. Like it's, I it's like have, I, I don't like running. I like having had run. See, I like both. I like both. I like planning I like and going, oh, it's a nice day. We could go run. Yep. And I yep. love the feeling of I did it. That's but true. During the, done, run, during the run, it's the third, my third favorite thing. Of <laughs> out, of three. Three. <laughs> out of three. Out of three. You know, I, the, sometimes though that, that first mile, I usually feel pretty good. Yeah. And even the, the second mile, I feel pretty good. And I've learned now enough. And it wasn't always this way. This was supposed to be like a, like a age 41 thing. Like between mile two and three, I'm going to want to stop and just like call someone to come pick me up. Like, I don't know what it is. I think mm -hmm. there's an extra hill there where I run, but yeah. I'm going like in my mind they when I start, it, I go, oh man, dead, I could do dead six. Man's hill. Like I'm, I'm in dead man's hill. <laughs> That's where it happened, boys and oh, girls. Oh my goodness. And I'm feeling like really good. Like, oh, I'm going to be able to go forever. And then I have to, now I have to tell myself, but listen, no matter what, it's almost like you lock, you know, someone locks you in a room. No matter what yeah. I say, don't let me out. It's like, look, no matter what you think, don't yeah. stop running at, at that third mile because you'll probably be okay. And then sometimes, yeah, I'll get to three and I'm like, oh, I could do another one or two. At that point, I'm good to go, Johnny. Mm. I can just go forever. But, uh, well, I remember telling you that when we were training together, cause I was like ahead of you, uh, as far as like how many miles I was running, cause we were training for a half marathon. I was training for a full marathon that year. That was 2002. So we were training in, yeah, early 2002. And I remember you said, we were at, we had a 13-mile race coming up in that February, and you were like, I've never run anything more than six miles. And I said, well, if you can run six, 13 is a – it's a smaller jump from six to 13 than it is from three to six. I really do still believe that. Like jumping from three to six is a whole other like, – I'm to buy you a calculator, bro. But I'm saying like in, as far as your cardiovascular health. Like if you can yeah. do six, you can probably make your body do 10, 11, 12, 13 miles. Yeah. 
And you as did. Long as, your knees, then, as long as your legs hold right. up. Right. And then you did it, and then you saw spots. <laughs> <laughs> I almost saw Jesus. Yeah, uh, it was that was a that was a bad day. You're like, why? Well, did again, you back then, I thought I thought you couldn't stop running. Like that was a real mental thing for me. Like right. no matter what. And I remember well, we, we told each other we're going to stay together. We're not going to. And then we did. I muscled through it and probably almost killed myself. So, oh, but uh, it's like the original guy who ran the original marathon. He died. He did. You know, and uh, that's about what happened to me. I said I wasn't naked, and it was only half that distance. And I wasn't telling news of a of a famous. Was the guy naked? After that was the Greek Olympics that they were naked. The original Olympics. Um, I think he was naked, but that may be. No. I don't know. Well, I mean, I were was you the guy who ran the battle marathon to tell them naked? Why would he have been naked? Because he could run easier. <laughs> have you never tried it there was no chafing i don't know i don't think i don't think it's easier to run naked that's a that's not happening listener we need you to chime in on this one who has ran naked and was it easier and do you know anything about the battle of marathon oh boy so yeah if, if someone's yelling right now at their at their phone that's, that's a weird yell that, we, like you have some interesting it wasn't naked they're just screaming or like naked running is great, you know, like this that you know. I don't know. They're the naked runner. So, so I read a story this week. We've we've already talked about this off air that we're going to try to limit our Corona talk to like ten minutes or less. But uh, but I did read this story that I was fascinated by, and I wanted to get your take on it. It was about women having a higher survival. They they're figuring out that women have a higher survival rate of COVID, right, than men. And now there are scientists who are saying that they believe like that gender hormones that women have are giving them a leg up somehow. And so I just, it made me laugh because I was thinking like, um, are we all going to end up like our guys going to end up on progesterone and estrogen <laughs> to survive, <laughs> to survive? <laughs> like the more, like the more testosterone you have, the more in danger you are. So like, God, listen, I never thought low T would save my life, John, but here we are. And <laughs> I'm going to make it through this. <laughs> I'm going to be just fine. Listen, these, us beta males out here that are just eking along, okay? <laughs> we're just be, like, oh, I'm not even going to I'm not even messing with this guy. Yeah. yeah he's, he the big burly guy that's out there like, he's like, he's like, you're going down. Taking him down. It's yeah. weird, but I, and I don't know. They'll find that it's a you know, very you know tangential link, and it won't even be a thing. But I just thought it was an interesting story that they're finding all this stuff out, and then we we hear about it in a twenty four hour news cycle, and then we draw all these conclusions. And I just thought that was a funny one of like progesterone and and estrogen being a factor, and uh, <laughs> I don't know, but wow, could be. Of course, yeah, women it, women are more likely to go get help too. That's the other thing that they're not like. It's causation and correlation are different. So it could be that women are like the minute they get sick, they go to the ER. Whereas a man's like, like I know guys who ha I know who guys who have had it. Like I have a friend uh, Rob, and he he said that he even went to work. He went to work one of the days. He was wow. like, I just kind of pushed through, and I was like, that wouldn't like I can't think of. Now I'm not saying women aren't tougher, but I'm saying they're more wise. There's a more wisdom of like. This is probably yeah. not wise for me to go to work. I right. feel I feel like I may have something. I'm endangering yeah. myself and others. Right? Yeah. yeah, and I feel like a guy's more like, like oh, rub some dirt hey, on it. And so that's how we infect more people and die uh. earlier. So <laughs> just in general, even before this, that's what happens. There was a video. There's all these videos you've seen. The ones that this is why women live longer than men. And it'll yeah. be some kids playing or a guy on a ladder that's attached to another ladder that's duct taped to another ladder to get up, you know, on top of his roof or whatever. Yeah. 
he's standing on an air conditioner that's hanging out of a window. This is why women. But the one I saw that made me laugh the hardest was two kids. Maybe you've seen it. Two kids are playing, two little boys. One's like four, one's like six. And one is telling the kid to step on the lever of the trash can. A metal lid flips up and hits the other kid right in the face. (laughs) And then the kid laughs and says, again, again. And there's bang. And it's a huge sound like a gong when he hits this kid. And he does it like four times. I don't know who's filming this. Okay. First of all, it's child abuse. But but it is true. Like you would never walk in on Sadie doing that with a friend from school. Like, again, hit me in the face with a trash can lid again. Yeah. That is a boy activity. Yeah. And maybe there are people who are screaming at the, at the radio right now and saying, no, I'm a tomboy. I grew up that way. But I'm just telling you, I've never seen that. I've never seen that where girls are like, let's build a ramp and we'll get on my rollerblades and we'll just see yeah. if I can. You lay on the ground and I'll see how many of you I can jump over. That yeah. is a boy thing. Oh, We're yeah. Idiots. There's there's a lot less. There's a lot less awareness of the dangers, I think, you know, and or certainly attract, again, attraction to the danger. Right. As Johnny stated, this is not like a rule for oh all males and females. And, and, and there's going to absolutely be somebody out there. That, that's, but I remember being a boy. A disclaimer. When I was young, yeah. I can remember my dad had uh, this old like tractor trailer right up at the top of our old house. And we used to, of course we ran a lawn care business and, and we would do leaves in the fall. And so we had these huge piles of bags of leaves from all the apartment complexes where we would bag leaves. And my brother, I mean, I was probably six, I don't know. Uh My brother and I would, would, would get up there and we would run full speed on top of a tractor trailer, uh, the trailer, like on top of the, of the, (laughs) of the big tall part and just leap. So what was it? It's a good, it's a good 12 feet probably, you know, <laughs> just leap from the top of it. And there's not, there's and, a ton of give to these leaves. It's not like they just like you oh, hit the ground a, usually. It's a bag of leaves and we would just fall right into it. We did it all day. I mean, ran, jumped, just full on Superman off the top of a 12 foot thing into a bag of leaves. And um, it probably hurt. I don't remember, but I bet you that it hurt a little bit. And, but we were so – here's the thing. Like here's how you know that you have this um, lack of awareness of the danger. We thought it would be a good idea to ask mom and dad to come up and watch because, <laughs> you know, we just thought, well, that will be fun. So I remember bringing mom and dad up there, and we climbed up there. And I guess yeah. my dad – They let you, know, they let you pretty, do it? It's pretty adventurous. But they didn't know yeah. what we were doing. We were like, oh, oh wait, we're not going to tell you. We're not going to tell you. But once they saw us climb on top, oh, yeah. my dad probably, you know – but he probably was really curious how it was going to go down. Mm-hmm. And so sure enough, man, we went, just took off and what, you know, run, and, and there was no stopping us. We just, we just, that was the last time we ever did it, by the way. But, oh my um, gosh. but you know, I don't know. There's something, um, I love the videos. I love the videos of the dogs running and have you seen the videos of the dog that runs and jumps into the big pile of leaves, just buries himself in the leaves. Just, I mean, yeah. dog, full, it's so great. Dog yeah. videos will save us. I'm convinced. Dog- Dog videos are helpful. And there's just something like about it. Yeah, it is because it's like it, it distracts your mind. You just go, you know what? There's good in the world. Mm. And uh, meanwhile, dogs are like, I'll kill you. Like, we don't know what they're thinking. We don't know. <laughs> we think they're good. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that story about the thing about how like somebody tweeted it last night too. some semblance of it of like your dog, uh, uh, your dog is thinks that you quit your job just to be, to spend time with him. And your cat thinks you finally got fired from your job for being the jerk that you both know you are. 
<laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. Like the dogs are like, you're not going back to work. The cats are like, when, when are we going to get this country started again? Okay. It's time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <clears throat> um, hey, have you watched McMillions? Of course. It's yeah, great. So, so good. Have you yeah. been watching it? Yeah. That's yeah. a great, it's a great binge watch because it can it gets crazier and crazier. It's almost like the, the Tiger King thing where it guys, it gets, ke- keeps getting crazier and crazier and you're like, this this can't have happened under our nose. The fascinating part about it was to me is why we never heard of it is all the cases went to trial around nine eleven. Do you remember this? Have you gotten to that part of it yet? Yeah, yeah, I got to. So they it. they so it literally was just swept from the front page of all these papers, and it's one of the reasons why people are so surprised. They still thought, I wonder why McDonald's isn't doing the Monopoly game anymore. You know, it's like, oh, this is why it was completely <laughs> rigged the whole time. And it was organized crime was involved. Um, uh, it's, it's crazy good though. Yeah. If you're, if you're an HBO subscriber, I recommend it highly. Well, I got it on, um, on Xfinity on demand. Isn't that crazy? No, that's crazy. Yeah. You didn't have to subscribe to, uh, nope, I would have given you my password, John. I just, uh, talked into my remote and, um, you know, at first when the talking, when the voice activated remotes came out, I thought, well, this is really <clears throat> like a monument unto our laziness as a society. Like I can't right. even be, I can't even be, you know, asked to push a button anymore but really it's the best thing ever like i'll just like on sunday mornings right now i'll just go um church of pleasant grove on youtube yeah and like i don't have to search it'll literally go to that app it'll go to that account and find it bring it up and it's like um oh wow this is so yeah anytime now i just search it and it'll go find all the, i don't have to i wonder if it's on hulu or i wonder if it's on amazon i wonder if it's on netflix i wonder if it's on hbo i wonder if it's no no, Johnny. I just <laughs> talked to the remote. No, I and say. It goes and finds it. It finds it for me. Speaking of, I know you'll be. Uh, this is great because every week I'm like, "Are you going to be at church on Sunday?" And you're like, well, "Go to show in Iowa or whatever." And I know you don't have one. Yeah. Because um, of this great, um, you know, outbreak that you've orchestrated here, uh, the mastermind. Now that now that will be the documentary that no one sees coming. Is how Johnny W created uh, the coronavirus. But anyway, <laughs> uh, but I know you'll be watching. Uh, tomorrow, right? Of course. And you're, are you speaking tomorrow? I am speaking tomorrow. How cool would it be, though, if during the sermon, in the comments on Facebook Live and stuff, right? if I started commenting, like, oh, that was a good point. Like, <laughs> yeah, commenting like, on your own, on your own yeah. point. Yeah, because you're pre-recorded, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a little, uh, I don't want to say narcissistic. Uh, no, I would like, I would probably say a bunch of, of It's impish. It's a little impish of you. It's like, uh, heard it. Or whatever, yeah. Heretic. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. You heckle yourself. Yeah, I was talking with some comics about how, like, the first, when we go back and start doing shows again, the first cough in the comedy club is going to be so weird. Everybody's looking around. <laughs> and people are going to come down. And, like, usually they used to remove hecklers. Now they're going to remove hacklers. Like, they're gonna, ma'am, I'm sorry. You're going to have to, we're going to have to ask you. That's, you're, you're coughing way they're too much. Removing loud. hecklers. That's right. That's great. Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, um, Oh, sorry, my dog just came in. Uh-huh. Johnny, uh, Johnny on our Zoom call. Have you seen Ace? I've never seen Ace except pictures. Look at this guy. So uh, this is Ace. Oh, he wants to talk in the microphone. He's licking. He wants to lick the microphone and spread disease. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> anywho. Well, no, it's great. I'm looking forward to seeing everything. And I know I've been doing. I've been doing trivia questions pre-service, mm-hmm. uh, which you skipped a book like we've been doing. You know. We did Joshua, Judges. No, we did Job. 
I don't know. We're not going by the books anyway because I did. You had Joe, then we did Judges, and now you're in Proverbs. Like this you're is obviously not, not, paying, not a, this is not expository at all. You're obviously not paying attention to anything we're saying, are you? I am paying Tell attention, that. but it just feels like if you we should just go in order. But we've been explaining this. Here's what's happening. Okay, we are coming in and out of the poetry books in the middle of the historical books because chronologically that's how some things happen. So, for example, we won't do Psalms until we're like into David's story and Samuel a little bit. Right. So we did Job because Job is pretty much timeless on purpose in the scriptures. Like it doesn't, it probably happens sometime after the Tower of Babel. It's just a feel good story that you want during a pandemic. (laughs) That's right. That's when you want to, I bet when y'all saw that come across your desk, you're like, we can't, we got to skip Job right now. No, I was really excited about Job actually. It's a, it was it, the Bible project video. That was the first video of theirs ever watched was the Joe video. Yeah. And that's where I got like just hooked on those videos. Like, man, these are so good. They are great. Um, and so then Andrew did judges. And then, yes, instead of going, uh, and I think Ruth is going to be on mother's day. Um, so that's the next week. So I'm going to go into Proverbs, even though we haven't got to Solomon yet. And this is what I explained in the, uh, in the intro um, to the day. Yeah. That even though we haven't done Solomon's story yet, what you really learn from the video is, and what we know about Proverbs is, is it's not just Solomon's writings, one, but two, even if it, the parts that Solomon did right, it's considered to be like this um, encyclopedic collection of all of the Jewish ancient wisdom up to that point in time. Yeah. Meaning God just didn't drop it on Solomon. He gave him the ability to learn. And what Solomon would have been learning would have been the wisdom of his time and the wisdom of his forefathers. So meaning it's, he may have said, whoever isolates himself, seeks his own desire and breaks out against all sound judgment. But that may have been a saying already happening in the Jewish culture in other ways. He just, you know, he brought so it together. Solomon and, is a hack. <laughs> he, saying, you know, he kept learning. Know. Mm. So it's, so anyway, the point is, is Proverbs is a little timeless as well, because it doesn't just, you know, encapsulate the one person writing. So uh, anyway, that's, so that's why we're okay with it being dropping in the poetry books as we're doing the historical. So yeah, you get it. I get it. I guess I just was hoping that we could, I was ready to do Ruth. Well, yeah. You know, I was ready to do some trivia questions on Ruth. I could learn more about Boaz and such. Boaz. I wonder if it's really Boaz or it's just Bose. Bose. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, why do we make that a as, uh, you know? I don't know. Maybe. We act like we, we act like we, we don't know. Much, we don't know. That's the thing. We think the Bible names are so weird too, but like, what would they do with like Skylar? <laughs> you know, we're like Melchizedek. What? Get out of here. And they're like, okay, Bryce. Settle down. You know. Like we think Bryce is normal. It's not. It's not normal. <laughs> sorry to all the listeners named Bryce. Sorry, Bryce. And, sorry if you're and listening. Mikhil's a dick. <laughs> yeah, sorry if Melchizedek is listening. Oh my goodness. But, yeah. No, I'm excited about this one. Proverbs Man is a um you know, it's it's a little bit challenging because it's so scenario based. It's like often you know, one verse is not connected to the one before or after. Well, and you know, some of them are even like, I don't want to say they contradict because that sounds like I'm saying the Bible contradicts itself. But what do you do with the one that says like, don't answer a fool to his folly. And then the one that says answer a fool to his folly. Right. Like, yeah, there's, yeah. I mean, the I thing it I love depends the video, on the kind of fool you're dealing with, John. Well, it really does. It's saying that there's situational ways uh, in, in, in all areas. And, and also I think the videos a great job of saying, listen, 
Proverbs and the poetry books, like this is God's inspired, God's inspired word that collected a lot of also men and women to which God gave wisdom. This is, this is now a record of the, of their take on the wisdom that God gave them. And so it's a little different than like a prophecy in Isaiah for all future believers yeah. you know, that says by stripes were healed. That's a promise you can hold to, but everything in Proverbs is not necessarily a promise for you. Like, you know, it, it is a principle by which if you live by it, it doesn't mean that always this happens. Uh-huh. It's saying most of the time, this sort of living, this sort of way leads to this. Uh, for example, he talks about in the video, train up a child and the way that he should go. And when he's old, he will not depart from it. Well, right. a lot of people, you know, really struggle with a verse like that because they tried that. Right. And their, ch- their children walked away from the faith or they've made terrible yeah. choices and led to destruction, et cetera. Yeah. And he's saying, listen, most of the time when you train up a child in the right way, you know, then most of the time. But, but if you don't train not, them at all, you're definitely not going to have that result. Right. You know, you it's right. saying it's, it's still the right thing to do and you still don't know where things are going to go. Uh, but it, yeah. you don't look at it the same. Now, if you, there are other promises for family and other things like that, that, you know, without in other parts of Scripture that are directly for the believer and the modern believer, you know, both well, ancient and modern. Uh, and so Proverbs is certainly for us, but seeing yeah. it in that lens of God's inspired principles of wisdom um, that you, you're not, you're not looking for like just a, a cause and effect on everyone. You know, you just, if you're generous, then in general, you'll find more blessing in life. It doesn't mean like, well, I was, I was generous and I'm waiting on the check in the mail. Like right. we're very, we're very plug and play, you know, in our way of looking yeah, at scripture. I want a formula and, and an algorithm to right. show me like that my effort is going to be rewarded equally to the yeah. inertia that I put it forth or whatever. Otherwise, exactly. what's the point? We get bottom line thinking a lot of times. Yeah, it's very modern. It's very it's very conveyor belt, um, mm-hmm. industrial revolution type thinking that we don't know what we think. Everything, every action we think has an equal and opposite reaction. And right. Kind of bringing that scientific method into the way well, we see life and religion. Right. Well, and you're definitely right about Job. I made a joke about it, but it, the truth is uh, we have kind of evolved into a version of evangelicalism where we've not left room in our life for suffering. Whereas, you know, Christianity, there's a, we should plan on, there should be a plan for suffering when it happens. It's not that we, that we believe Christianity gives purpose to suffering. We don't believe that it eliminates suffering. And I think that it's kind of evolved into this thing of like, well, wait a minute, bad things are happening. I thought if I believed in God, nothing bad would happen. It's like, that's never been the story, but somehow it's kind of gotten, it's gotten twisted. And so I think reading Job and you read some of these things, even if you read about like, you know, uh, the three Hebrew children thrown in the fiery furnace, the idea that he didn't protect them from the furnace, he protected them while they were in the furnace, like that, that whole yeah. thing. I think there's, and if you think about the way Jewish, uh, the, the Jewish books of the Bible were written, the Torah and everything, that was what it was written about. It was this idea that God is with us in the fire. Sometimes yeah. he'll save us from the fire, but sometimes he saves us in the fire and he just, while he's there with us while we go through it. And uh, I don't know. No, that's good. Uh, that I think that base assumption in culture about you know we st- we still expect there to be some equilibrium between the good and bad that happens to us versus the good and bad that we um, assume or or suspect yeah. that we put forth or that we have in our own character. Yeah. We and want it to be fair. That, we want it to be fair until. Like, like we don't want to ever pay for our own crimes though. Right. That's when we're okay with it not being fair. 
But when it's yeah. somebody else who we feel like has wronged us, we're like, it's not fair that they got away with this. But when we get away with something, we're like, God's blessing me. I got away with something, you know, it's like, you know, it's not, the world's not really fair in the, in the way that we can think of it. It's a different, there's a different mindset happening. Yeah. In my regen book this morning, uh, and I'm in, I'm in a recovery program as we talked about some and, um, you know, I do have some issues. There were some things I won't go into specifics here. There were some things that happened a couple of years back, uh, that, I felt very directly attacked character wise yeah. that I had someone was a, a, a organization was intentionally trying to do harm to our organization and, and trying to actually take assets and other things. I appreciate you and, not saying my name. Yeah. And that guy's name was <laughs> it's the same guy who started the coronavirus. Um, wow. He's busy. And um, yeah, he's a busy guy. And I forgive those people and they were former friends. You know, that's what's hard. And I forgive those people, you know, every day. Um, and, and often I walk and, and forgiveness is no problem, but there are times then when there's something coming up where I need to, I'm going to have to be around somebody again. And some of those emotions resurface. And so yeah. part of that, this part of my recovery is that there's just more down there. You can't just be like, oh, I'm done. I forgave. Great. You know, like, uh, you know, when you're deeply wounded, you have, you know, things, whether it's with our, our family, things, you know, that are traumatic experiences, you know, they're just, they're just in there. You don't just get to decide that they're not like, it's just not how it works. In fact, Laura and I have a saying, we always say is, you know, when, when you're, you're never burying something, when you have a, a bad feeling or bitterness towards someone and you think you're just going to bury it, you're never burying something. You're always planting it. It's, it's always yeah. still alive, growing in unseen places. And, right. That's good. Yeah. And you're going to end up maybe taking it out on people that you love too. That's the thing when you do that, when you stifle it like that, it's, it's always going to come out, uh, yep. maybe in places where you didn't foresee Right. It'll come to the surface at some point. You didn't know. Yeah. And you're like, where did that come from? That came out of nowhere. Nope. Nothing right. comes out of nowhere in general. It's usually somewhere. And, but that lesson today on that, to that point about forgiveness is said is, um, the price that this is, I've never heard it say, I'm, I'm not going to say it like they said it, but the, the concept was a little bit of a turn that I would not really heard like this. It was to the effect of the price that Jesus paid to forgive you of your sin. Um, and, and the wrong that you committed to him, yeah. it also covers all the wrongs that are being done towards you. Mm-hmm. Like if you're in Christ, then all the wrongs committed towards you have already been paid for as well. So it's not just the wrongs you committed towards God or towards others, but the wrongs that other believers in particular commit towards you, those have also been covered. Those go into all the sins that have been covered. So like, and the, it really hits your justice center, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, what do you mean? Yeah. yeah. I mean, what, what, what has been done to me has, was also paid for by Jesus. It's not like I have to, you know, and what I really want in my heart of hearts usually is I want, I don't want retribution. I mean, I do in my, on my bad, bad days or whatever. I just kind of want justice of knowledge at least. Like I want everyone to know how it really was. Yeah, I yeah. want everyone to know how, you know, there was dishonesty or this and I that. I know that and, they were in the wrong. They can see right. your side of it. And then you can just have this moment where you're like, I was right and you were wrong. Yeah. It's vindication more than it is, you know, retribution. It's just mm-hmm. a, I just want this settled and put right, you know? And, um, at the end of the day, like, you know, part of my recovery is, is losing that desire. I mean, Christ, if I really believe there's such a freedom to go, well, that's how you can love those who spitefully use you and curse you and, and, and do harm to you. 
as Christ does is because you truly believe not just, oh, I deserve just as bad and he forgave me. I mean, that, that's where it starts. But that really struck me today. Like, yeah, but what he did was for that too. Yeah. Like the mistreatment towards me of another believer has already been forgiven as well. And um, it doesn't mean there's not consequence. It doesn't mean that there's not judgment. It just means it's not in my hands. He will, he will judge rightly. And, and actually I find, and when I, when I think like that, I find myself, you know, I can pray in a more Christ-like way. Like, Lord, don't let, don't let those guys or those people get all the stuff they deserve. Cause God knows I don't want all that I deserve, you know? Right. So, you know, you oh. can find a, you start to come to that place of understanding that, that other side of forgiveness. But anyway, that just, that made me think, I don't know how we got there, Johnny, but that made me uh, think of John, that lesson from today. Yeah. So. John, you are uh, selfish. And, uh, <laughs> I want to go ahead and rebut everything you just said. Um, <laughs> we don't have time. We don't have time left. Actually, I do need to get off soon because I am getting a haircut today. I have a friend wow. coming over to cut my hair. There's always there's a, there's an old saying that I used that I, that I used to love, which is if you're getting your haircut in your kitchen, you're either really rich or really poor. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not true anymore because now we have like these pandemic haircuts that people are giving themselves and they're just, this because they can't get. But I have a friend who uh, cuts my hair and she's not open, but she's doing a few house calls. And I convinced <laughs> her because I'm doing a, com- I'm doing this commercial. Yeah. So I was like, I'm already going to look like I've aged 40 years because all my gray is coming back. So I got to figure that out. <laughs> but I at least need to get a haircut. So I was like, please, I'll tip you so good. Just please. So she's working me in. So she's on her way over like in a few minutes. So I have to get wow. off soon. But and it's, 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 a, it's a very vain reason to end the podcast. Now I feel like wow. I shouldn't have even said that. I'm just trying to be transparent with people Sorry, who are listening. I, I was talking about my whole recovery process. Right. And you're worried about your haircut. My, so. hair, my hair is in recovery, John. <laughs> It's been through some things. The scissors are going to need recovery when they get it's, done with your hair. They probably are. It's Jeez. going to be a weed whacker. Hope she's sharpening them on the way. It's bad. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, that, that, that's exciting that uh, you're doing a commercial. And um, I feel like showing up somewhere with a nice, clean haircut is going to be judged in society. Like they're going to be yeah. like, where does this like, guy? How, you get you're that? supposed to look disheveled at this point. Yeah. So I'm probably going to wear a hat and a mask. When I go places for a while, just just cover all the bases. You don't, I don't want to. Want to I don't want actually to... look spectacular. Yeah, there. I look yeah. great, but no, I I can't. Right. I got to hide this under a bushel. The bushel being oh, a hat. Yes. Right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> can't let it shine. That's funny. But, That's yeah, funny. I don't know. So I, it's a little. Yeah, people are. I know some salons are starting to open in certain counties in Tennessee. And then there's certain states who've extended the lockdown for like the end of May. And so they're, they're really giving us the side out. Like, where do you guys get, you know, some people yeah. are going bowling in Georgia. What is that? Bowling? Yeah. Like, do we have to go bowling? Yeah. I don't want to be judgmental though, because maybe you're a bowler. Maybe that's how you, maybe yeah. you, you're like, I haven't bowled and now I'm going to, all the rust is going to, this is how I feed my family. I don't know if there are people who feed their family with bowling. Maybe there are professional bowlers. Bowling, bowling, rust? I thought they were. No, I, I mean, your, your game is rusty, John. Oh, sorry. I don't really, I don't really do metaphors and analogies. Yeah, that's right. I forgot you're not verbose at all. I don't really. I don't you're really working do on that. like five books right now. Listen, Johnny, that doesn't matter. So I put my pants on one leg at a time, just like you, except when I put my pants on. I write New York Times bestsellers. Yeah. So that's a <laughs> lie. I've never. My pants are full of books and it is awkward. 
<laughs> my pants are really heavy. And no, I, you know, what's weird is, is yes, I was editing. I had three projects all kind of, they all kind of dovetailed into some form of conclusion. They're not all done, but mm-hmm. they're stages. You know, your first draft has to go to this editor. Then, then, you know, after the, after all the coffee edits, then you're into layout and design. And, uh, and they all kind of came to like conclusions and of, of some place in the last, six days which is crazy so because they're all months and months type and by projects, conclusions so. you mean you just got a brinks truck backed up to your door i, I don't wad, mean you're that. up fresh <laughs> wad of cash lunch is on john everybody i mean all three have yet to be released and two still have a lot more work for me to do but can i just uh, rejoice in your newfound riches as i have man. no work <laughs> and no foreseeable work that's not true. Crowds, it's all going to be okay, Crowds man. are illegal. Meanwhile, you're like, I don't people, know, man. The book business is good. <laughs> people are stuck at home and I couldn't be happier. No, Johnny, when people see that haircut, bro, yeah. they're going to come out of the woodwork, man. The bookings are going to take off. I so. think, yeah, I think when people see this commercial for a local Lexington Jeep dealership, they're going to be like, who is that handsome devil? We got to have him right we, now at our corporate event that we're yeah, not having. Exactly. Yeah. We need him on a Zoom call tomorrow for a hundred dollars. You need to you need to create something called Zomedy. You know, like it's Zoom comedy Zoom and it's comedy. just like Yeah. It's been done. I know everyone's doing it, but you need to like your own unique Well, I think brand. it's true like you sell tickets, but then the tickets are still tiered. So if you let's say you buy a five dollar ticket, you have to set the computer at the bottom of your steps and you have to set the top of the steps. Because that's a balcony seat now. <laughs> For you, and it's honor system. It's total honor system. If you want a close up seat, if you want to sit that close to the computer, twenty five dollars. Wow. Yeah. That's uh that's brilliant. And the I, mean, back, I can tell you. And now the backstage, like the V. Even when we start doing shows again, this is true. I just thought of this, but like, it used to be the more intimate contact you have with your fans, like they would pay. Like, I want a selfie with Tim Hawkins, and I want to, you know, with my arm around him. Now it's going to be like. I'll pay more if he doesn't get near me. <laughs> I can't risk it. You know, you stay away. I'll give right. you extra money. If he puts on a mask, $15 more. Like just, if he, it's, if he does the whole show in a mask. Like you autograph papers and make them into paper airplanes and like toss them across the room and stuff. Yeah. And just see if the joke lands literally. Uh, I, am I, right I wonder though? how long before people are, I mean, I wonder if that's going to be expected of me to do comedy in a mask. Cause I'm far enough away. Really? I don't think you could. I think the facial expressions need, are too important. Yeah, just you have to do a lot more with your eyebrows. It'd be like, man, that guy's eyebrows are going. Although you could be like that uh, that uh, duct tape. What's his name? The guy from AGT, America's Got Talent, the duct tape guy. Duct tape face. What's his name? I don't know. What face tape. Know? I don't know. Tape face. Face tape. tape. Was. <laughs> I think it was tape face. I think you've made up a character. Did you not see this guy? He's a comedian. If you were a ventriloquist, that's the dream, right? Or if you're a bad ventriloquist, it's the dream. Put on a mask, get your puppet out, boom. For all you know, I'm a genius. <laughs> the Did you not see the guy? He's a, he's really funny. He's like, he, he never says anything. Tape over his face. And he's got like, like guy liner mascara on and these big eyes. And he comes out and at first they're like, what are you doing? And he just kind of uses his eyes and his expressions and he kind of uses some props and ends up making these funny no. Yeah, he. I think he may have won or been in the final ten in two seasons ago or something. We have a lot of America's Got Talent right now on on demand. I think what you were watching was America's Got Tape. That's a different <laughs> show. It's A-G-T. where a lot of tape based acts come out. Oh so here's goodness. a strip of tape. Impress us. 
<laughs> and you're that bored that you watched it and said, this is quality programming. <laughs> that and does sound like something it's, and it's not. Well, we hope you haven't been bored, listener, today with our quality programming. Uh, we've always enjoyed having you. Uh, April was our most downloaded month in Talk About That History. We are so, charting. We are, we charting are charting on the comedy charts and the and the spirituality. We're, chart, we're categorized in two different places. We're charting in the top 200 on both of those. Top 100 in, in uh, spirituality podcasts, which is so it's, great. Yeah, oh, I sent you the – I'm trying to you go You sent me the number. It. I think it was 58. We are – we are 58 in USA religion spirituality. We yeah. are 74 in global religion spirituality. And we're actually in top 200 on comedy, uh, 150 USA That's comedy and 197. The hate. It's not yeah, about crazy. The, it's not about numbers, y'all. This is no. what we would say if we were a mega church. It's not about right. the massive amount of people who come to our church every week and say it's they love about it. The millions of dollars that we take in and we yes. give away. This is not about we, that. We do it for the love. Yeah. It's for the love of, of our yeah. listeners. and uh, no. But, but go on and uh, here's the thing that people have been doing. It really helps people find the show is go leave a review and uh, and uh, write a review. Don't just leave a little five-star. Leave a five-star, but then write a review, and that helps the algorithm push it to people who would otherwise not have found the show. Yeah, absolutely. You can also share. When we post these on social media, you can also click the share tab and share it on your page, and that helps it to extrapolate and exponentially grow. Uh, yeah. Although that's a there's a negative connotation to that now, but this yeah, is in right. a good way, right? We're, We're going to go viral in a good way. We hope. <laughs> that's right. We'll edit that out. Yeah, you think so? <laughs> no, I don't care. <laughs> it's too, no, much work. It's too much work to edit these. We just have to hope yeah. that people know that we're just jerks and we don't care, and we're just like they couldn't have meant that. That's what we have to hope. The mercy and compassion of our listeners are like, well, there's no way they meant anything by that. No, it's no. way easier than it. editing. Just trusting in the the goodness of people. Right. Forty five minutes to an hour worth of context lets you know where our hearts are. Is the idea, and yeah. once you figure out our hearts are in a horrible place, yeah. then you can just laugh along with us. Thank so you. that's uh, yes. yeah. You know, like Johnny said, listen, share, and uh, leave a review and follow various socials for both of us and uh, continue to send us your uh, – we have some, some changes coming, uh, Johnny, to some of our, our, our logoing. Uh, we're about to have some new talk about that That's right. images to put out that are really cool. Yeah, and we're, uh, you're going to give me some addresses. I'm sending out some things to some Patreon supporters this week. Um, yep. So those, uh, those special exclusive prizes will be coming your way very soon. Yep, yep, absolutely. So – um, also working on, uh, sorry, John, I'm kind of throwing this curve, but also working on a zoom call maybe with some of our patrons. Oh, that sounds great. Oh, we should do that. Up? Let's yeah. do it this week. It's great. So, yeah. Patrons be looking for an email from us. Uh, and if you want to be added to that, you know, let us know, but we're going to do a special zoom call and just kind of talk for a few minutes. Add, and ask me anything. Yeah. We can talk about it and see how it goes. That'd be great. So, All right. All right. Well, the guys, thanks for listening and we'll look forward to next week on about that. Dedicating time each day to spend feeding our minds and our hearts the truth of God's Word is immensely helpful in our growth as followers of Christ. I'm John Stonge, and each day I host a show called Daily Devotions with Pastor John. On the show, I spend just a few minutes taking an applicational look at one or two verses of Scripture before coming to the Lord in prayer. If you'd like to make a habit of spending more time meditating on the truth of God's Word, 
You can listen to daily devotions with Pastor John at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcasting app.